0: Welcome back to another episode of Bite Size Cinema. I'm your host R.J. McCready and for this episode I'm going to be taking you guys back to year in 1985 to look at the cult classic horror movie, the Italian horror movie from 1985. That's right guys, it's going to be Demons. So let's go and get the cinema tickets, let's have a look at the trailer and I'll be back soon.
1: The preview you are about to watch is for a movie that is unlike any you have ever seen before. It is for a movie that goes beyond temporary fear to everlasting terror. It is a movie called Demons. Yes, the demons are coming, and they're coming for you. Warning. If you have the courage to see demons sit near an exit, otherwise, you might never get out. In your theater, who will survive the touch of the demons, and who will not? Demons, with music by Billy Idol, Motley Crue, The Adventures, Rick Springfield, and Saxon. This is no dream. This is happening right now. It could be happening To you Demons They will make cemeteries their cathedrals And the cities will be your tombs Will you survive it? Demons
0: And welcome back guys, so the synopsis for this film is a group of random people invited to a screening of a mysterious movie only to find themselves trapped in the theatre with ravenous demons. It's an R rated film, it's got a 88 minute runtime, so it's a fairly short movie and it's classed as a horror and boy yeah is it classed as a horror. And it's probably one of the early horror movies I remember watching um, in my early teens. I remember we got it out from the video shop with um, my mates from school. And I only got up to the park with the girl he transforms into the toilets and I ran out of the room scared and I couldn't watch any more. And I didn't watch this film up until the last few years, believe it or not, being a fan of horror myself now. And it wasn't until I joined the Legion uh, podcast network and talking to a few guys on social media, particularly Ricky Morgan, who... Um, I co-hosted on Dude Looks Like the 80s podcast and he said, you know, you need to go and check this film out and I did and I really enjoyed it and um, having a second watch of this movie is now one of my favourite horror movies to the point where I'd even say if someone said to me, "Oh, Jay, I've never seen an 80s horror movie and uh what could you recommend me i'd say go and watch demons it's just got everything in it that you want and which i'll go into in a minute but it has it's just um it's a standout 80s horror movie there's no denying that so let's have a look at who made this film so you've got some italian royalty here italian horror royalty you've got lamberto barba who directed the film and he is the son of Mario Barber, who is um, frequently referred to as the master of Italian horror, and he had a run of fantastic movies between the 50s and the 70s, um, which were low budget films, but they tended to have a recurring theme of imaginary concerning conflicts between illusion and reality and the destructive capacity of the human nature which is uh, something which i found on social media there um which kind of describes his work and i suppose in comparison when you look at all the films he made i mean one of them was called planet of the vampires just to say just one of them um he made i think it was about 35 films in total but not that i'm ever going to compare say like hammer horror films to italian but i would say that what hammer was doing on this side of the pond was what the Italians were doing, uh, what Mario Barba was doing on that side of the pond at that time. So there was a lot of horror films um, being produced from Italy. And I, I never knew this up until again recently with um, so like Arrow Videos. Arrow Videos are releasing a lot of these movies now. Uh, they're doing an incredible job. Some of the artwork is fantastic and um, it's really nice to revisit. Uh, these old movies and I know there's a lot of love on social media in particular now so um, it's really good to see this resurgence of um, Italian horror films coming back and also what I've noticed as well is there's an appreciation for these films not only from horror fans but from movie fans in general and these movies are now like uh, a blueprint and people are referring to these types of movies and they're also getting remade now as well which is good so It's a good time to be a horror fan right now. And also, um, not only uh, Lamberto Barber being attached to this movie, you've also got Dario Argento, who is another part of the horror royalty. Um, He did the screenplay for this film, and he has done a couple of horror movies. That's just a mention here. Deep Red, Suspiria, uh, Inferno Phenomenon, Tembra. I mean that's just a name just a few but there you go that's that's a that's a few of his films that he has directed so again he is a massive um icon of uh horror and i I know there's lots of fans out there love this guy um so yeah he did the screenplay for this so you've got um a huge amount of talent uh, attached to this movie and then just put the icing on the cake you've got a guy called claudio cementi i think that's how you pronounce his name and he's uh Italian progressive rock band artist. Um, he's a keyboard player, and he's from the band Goblin, who did the uh, soundtrack to Suspiria, and he's worked with Romero for Dawn of the Dead and one of Argento's movies, which I mentioned just a minute ago, called Deep Red. Uh, so he did the soundtrack to this movie. So, like I say, that's just the icing on the cake um, for this movie and now you've got the candles to go on that icing on the cake here you go, you see where I'm going here guys I'm just building this movie up you've then got the um, killer soundtrack for this film uh, to add to it which is great it's just random you've got Billy Idol, White Wedding uh, Fast as a Shark, White Sect uh, which is a German heavy metal band uh, Everybody Up, Saxon which is a English heavy metal band Rick Springfield and then Go West is in this film you know you've got go west we close our eyes uh, which turns up uh, in the middle part of this film which i'll talk about later so there you go guys you've got the base of the cake for the icing and the candles on the cake and as a result of that you've got demons so that's a building block for making this movie great for me and the other thing i want to mention before we talk about the film is you've got an actor called Michel sauvoye sorry guys i can't pronounce these names i'm terrible at doing this um he's the guy who's at the metro station at the beginning who gives the tickets out to everybody and just to mention he's a film director himself he went to go and direct a film called the church which is um some people say it's the third installment to this movie the third unofficial demons film but um he went on to go and make about 25 movies as a director so he did So we went on to go and have a successful career and the other thing just before I move on to review the film um, The Metropole, the actual cinema in this movie, it's a real place you can go visit it Um, I think they have horror conventions there annually and it's in Berlin Um, And I've been to Berlin, I've been to the Metropole. I've been to the uh, subway stations, um, visited all the locations and that So if you happen to be in Berlin, go check it out. But if you find a silver demon mask, don't put it on. I don't recommend it. So just a little bit of advice from RJ. There you go. So let's have a look at this film. Let's have a look at what this film's all about and the greatness of it. So the movie is starring Urbano Barberini as George. Natasha Hovey as Cheryl. uh, Cole Zinni as Ken. Fior Argento as Hannah. And you've got... Uh, Goretta Greta as Rosemary and the legendary, it gets mentioned a lot in this film for his iconic rhymes. Hell, she's a friend of mine. Is <laughs> Bobby Rhodes as Tony the Pimp. So uh, that's some of the cast, just to mention uh, a few. So the film starts on the Berlin subway, and you've got an incredible soundtrack here. You've got the Demons theme, it's just great. Go check it out. Actually, I think I'll post it on the page so you guys can have a listen to it. And you've got uh, Cheryl, who is kind of like our main protagonist uh, in this film. And she is offered two uh, golden tickets from a masked man. Um, who's wearing like the half silver demon mask. He doesn't say anything, but he's handing out these tickets. And Cheryl goes to talk to her friend Kathy, uh, who are on their way to like a a nighttime college or something like that. And they decide to ditch college and go to the theatre. So they walk into the foyer of the Metropole, and there's a motorcycle with a samurai sword and when you look around the foyer you can see all these movie posters and one of them being the Terminator and you've got a poster for ACDC as well in the background so there's some easter eggs in the foyer and this is where they meet uh, the other protagonist being George and his friend Ken and the other attendees of the screening include a blind man, that's right, it's a blind man. And this is meant as a ironic joke from uh, Lance Lamberto Brava. And a boyfriend and a girlfriend, and Tony the Pimp, who I mentioned earlier, is Bobby Rhodes. And he's along with his two um, ladies of the night, should I say. And then one of um, Tony's ladies, uh, Rosemary, Decides to have some fun uh, wearing this uh, silver demon mask but as she takes it off she cuts herself and then she walks into the cinema with everybody else and they sit down to watch a violent and dis- disturbing horror movie about four teenagers who decided to dig up the tomb of Nostradamus who foresees that demons are going to take over the world and you get quite a good um, it's like a movie within a film within a film here that you're watching and I've heard a lot of people say that they actually wouldn't mind watching this film that's on the screen, it actually looks like quite a good film. But one of the teenagers puts on a mask like Rosemary and he cuts himself and at this time Rosemary goes into the toilet and then whilst the guy on the screen is transformed into a demon. She then turns into a demon herself in the toilet, which is an incredibly scary scene for me when I watch this in my early teens, as I said earlier. And then Rosemary's friend Carmen comes into the toilet to find that um, she's been transformed into a demon. She's got red eyes and all this horrible stuff coming out of her mouth. And she attacks Carmen, she gets scratched herself and she runs back into the cinema. And then as Carmen gets back into the cinema, she transforms herself. And there's a clever scene where... Um, someone's getting stabbed in the movie that everybody's watching on the screen and as this happens the screen cuts and then Rosemary comes through and then this is where everybody finds out in the cinema that that, um, Carmen has turned into a demon and she transforms in front of everybody and this is where you get that famous scene where Tony the Pimp goes hell she's a friend of mine (laughs) he starts running towards her and then he realises what's going on he's going what the hell and um this is where you get total panic in the cinema, everybody tries to run out. But um, one of the guys, one of the old guys, who's, I've got to mention, he's celebrating his wedding anniversary with his wife, and it's quite funny. I've heard people mention this before about this film, where, you know, you take your wife to a horror movie with free tickets. So, yeah, he's uh, he's scoring some brownie points there, but he gets attacked, he gets scratched, and then everybody's trying to run out of the um, cinema. And what do you need at this time when you're running out of a cinema, that's right, you need a soundtrack by the heavy metal band Saxon, as everybody's trying to get out. But all the doors are bricked up, um, which they must have used some fast activating cement to uh, brick up the um, cinema here. So no one can get out, and um, because people are blocked in, they're now starting to get attacked by Carmen and Rosemary, and slowly people are starting to get infected, and the infection starts to multiply and in an attempt to try and stop all this carnage and the infection and everything um, Tony the Pimp thinks that watching the film is his, what's causing everybody to turn into demons so he thinks he's thinking what's happening in the film is what's happening in reality so he thinks if he stops the film he might stop the carnage so he goes into the projector room, stops it but that doesn't work so then he teams up with George and Cheryl uh, they kind of ally forces and they barricade themselves on the balcony with a few other survivors And then whilst all this is going on that's right guys well you've got the um, demon plague that's going broken out you then got a scene where you've got some punks in a car driving through the city and they're playing go west that's right guys you got go west we close our eyes just suddenly comes onto the screen the most random 80s song you're ever going to hear in a horror movie so then the punks make their way to the building and they find themselves at the theater and they find a door that's opened up and they explore the theatre only for one of them to get infected by a demon, but the door that they came through, one of the demons then escapes into the city. So with all this carnage going on, you get Tony the Pimp that gets transformed, the boyfriend and the girlfriend, uh, they get taken out by the demon, there's a scene where they're sort of climbing through a ventilation shaft or something like that, you get a few scenes like that in this movie. So all in all you're getting a countdown where more and more people are getting taken over by the demons where then it ends up with only George and Cheryl remaining uninfected and you get a couple of good scenes here where uh, Cheryl's friend gets infected and you get a demon that comes out of her back it's just some crazy special effects scenes in this movie and and I always say a film is as only as good as its payoff with everything else that builds it up. And boy, is the payoff good in this film! I mean, you've got George now, who then uses the motorcycle that was on display in the sword, and he comes chopping through the theater with the heavy metal band music in the background, except and he's riding over the auditorium, slicing up all the demons. He pretty much kills all of them. He's got shell on the back, so he's proper taking care of everything and what more do you need what more do you need with a motorcycle a samurai sword taking out all the demons The accept music background that's right guys you've got a helicopter that comes through crashing through the roof that's right so where this came from i have no idea and how a helicopter come through that roof well you just don't need to think about it it's an 80s movie it's an 80s horror movie so I won't think about it too much but it happens it's almost like R.J. McCready's helicopter comes crashing through so George uses this to his advantage he uses a grappling hook from the helicopter to get out from the roof and as they go up to the roof um, they have one final fight with the guy who was selling tickets at the beginning of the movie and they manage to kill him uh, by impaling his head on a piece of uh, rebar steel. So they take him out. So then they are chased by a horde of demons out on the street because everywhere else um, in the city has been taken over by the demon plague. And then they are picked up by a group of people on a jeep who are well, well armed, up with guns and everything. And they manage to get out of the city. And then you get this final scene here where you get a few shots of Cheryl and then she turns into a demon, it's like the sort of final twist at the end of it and as she's about to attack George, this little kid with a with a gun who's sitting on the back of the jeep he's eating a sandwich and he sort of blows, blows her head off and she goes falling out onto the street so it's got a little bit of a sting in its tail at the end of this movie and you get Cheryl's body collapsed on the roadway and then George is the only one who survived and then he drives out of the city with the uh, survivalists so that is the end of the movie, that is demons it's not a particularly long movie but i don't think it has to be it does everything it needs to um i'm like i said at the beginning of the show i'm just purely entertained by this film it's got some really good special effects practical special effects it's got a very very good story it runs at a pace some really good characters um, some memorable characters like tony the pimp Um, george plays a really good leading um, hero in this movie and like I said, at the end you get a helicopter that comes through the roof. What more do you need? And a, and a motorcycle that goes through the auditorium with accepts in the background. And it's just, it's just good. It's, it's a good, fun horror movie from the '80s. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. So there you go, guys. That's uh, my bite-sized review of Demons. So hope you enjoyed it. I oh, will be back soon, I'm going to be covering uh, the next episode is going to be The Black Hole uh, from 1979 I think there's been a lot of buzz on the Facebook page about The Black Hole So um, I thought I'd have a talk about that film and talk about it's greatness and who put it together And how The Black Hole will become about So uh, look forward to doing that uh, A little bit of admin for the show guys um, I am a proud member of Legion Podcast Network uh, So go check out all the other shows and if you want to listen to the show i'm available on itunes uh, youtube and stitcher and obviously legion network um, you can find the show on there so keep it bite-sized guys keep it fun and i will see you soon